Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. This is episode number 35 of the Mike and Phoebe show. And today we have our regular studio guest. This is Stephen Hale from City of Paris. Hi, Stephen. Hey, team. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we kind of miss our PIO here. I know. Yes, we sure did. (laughs) It's been a minute. I feel like I've been drinking from a fire hose lately. (laughs) But uh, I'm here now and got some good stuff to chat with you guys about today. Yes. And the last time we were talking, uh, last month, we were talking about the Harvest Festival. Mm-hmm. So that already passed and we, we had so much fun. Then you want to bring, bring us up to oh, speed? Oh, yeah. We had so much fun at our Harvest Festival. Almost had, uh, almost 3,500 people came out to Harvest Festival, one of our biggest events that we've had this year. Um, and we just had an absolute blast doing that. We had, uh, of course, I think 12 different Halloween, uh, costume contests that were there we gave out like 50 different candy baskets um we had more than 30 vendors that were there and the the best part about this was we have to give a big shout out to our volunteers you know we have city staff that come out to this but we had 35 students from the california military institute that came out and helped run our booths our game booths and set stuff up so um, this is a big community staple event every year. Residents start asking about Harvest Festival in like April and May. Like, we're going to bring this back, right? And it's like, yes, it's here to stay. So this was a big one. It was super fun, super cool. Uh, and we just had a great turnout. It was a really good event. Yeah, and we went also just to do a little mm-hmm. coverage there. We went to the um, youth center, uh, Stadler Youth yeah. Center. They had their awesome Man, haunted house, really and that good. was really fun. Was yeah, yeah. so they we're looking forward to it already again for this coming next and the, year. <laughs> and those kids love doing it too. They like to go set it up and set up the scare zone. Uh, I know. The, I know. One year they did it in the in the in the garden at City Hall, and that was really cool too. They kind of turned it into like a haunted corn maze. Um, but they do it in the Statler Youth Center and, you, you know, everybody can walk through it and they've really got that thing decorated and done up well. So kudos to them for all the hard work that they did on that. Yeah, I like that they stayed on theme. Yeah. Last year, I don't remember what the theme was. I remember what I did. I was screaming the whole time. Yes. Yeah. That's my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Well, scream you la- and laugh. Yeah, you laugh and chuckle the whole yes, time. Yes, I was. <laughs> so I don't remember what the theme was. But this year, I noticed it was a, a continuing theme, whatever yeah, the yeah. young people now are doing. <laughs> yeah. La- last year, it was the mental uh, asylum. It was like an insane asylum. Oh, yeah. And it was, okay. it was really cool. Oh, okay. uh, but this one was good too this year. Uh, and they did a wonderful job. Uh, Big shout out to our YAC team for that. Yes, absolutely. And while we're on the topic of YAC, mm-hmm. um, tell me about the Trunk or Treat there. Oh, yes. The Trunk or Treat event. The Trunk or Treat event was so cool. Um, again, I think they had like 30, 30 cars where the YAC came and set all that up. It was a joint event at the Paris Depot. Um, gave out candy to you know tons of our residents. And that's just a cool thing where our YAC really likes to come. And they get to customize and individualize their trunk. And so there's there's real ownership in that, too. And you kind of get to see them really put their foot forward and, and really kind of for the community. You know, they don't they don't get anything out of that. They get maybe some community service hours, but they do this so that the um, really the kids and the trick or treaters in our community have a, a good, safe environment where they can go and participate. So just can't say about the hard work of our youth advisory committee and all they do to really give back to the community that they serve. 
Yeah, that was really cool looking at the pictures there. We couldn't go. Um, I think we had an event that night too, but um, just looking at the pictures and mm-hmm. really seeing, you can almost see like it was a contest. Oh yeah, between the trunks. The, oh yeah, the they get scenes they and get like serious yeah. about it. Uh, they sure they are not playing about that. That's right. That was really fun. And talking about the city hall there, I noticed there's been some um, upgrades going mm-hmm. on in the tennis courts. Yes. Now, is that going to be revealed soon? Yeah, so we, um, I'm trying to find my dates here, but that tennis court uh, redesign, which is that it's technically part of Foss Field, but it's right there at City Hall. They've gone, they have pulled that thing down to the studs. I mean, they're redoing everything in there. And I know we've had a lot of people, we have a really strong tennis community that likes to come out and play uh, tennis. These courts are going to look awesome, and we're getting super close to this. Um, I think it's going to be right around that last week of November, early December, where we get to kick things off. But we're talking new lighting, new courts, new some, some new parking spaces, new fencing. Uh, these tennis courts are going to look really nice. And I know it's been a little bit longer than we originally planned for, but it's just because we wanted to make sure we got this thing right, and we we did it well. And Fossfield has been going through some real strong changes lately, uh, and I think there's even some more to come. If you go to City Hall right now, it's not just the Fossfield section, but they're also putting some connections in all the way from the current community service building, um, redoing that parking lot. So there's tons of construction that have gone on for the totality of the Fossfield project, but these tennis courts are getting really close to being open. I'm hoping they'll have them later this month, but if not, it's going to be that first week of December. So everybody be just a little bit more patient with us. We'll get our tennis community back out there uh, swinging over the over the nets there again soon. Nice. Very nice. So now since uh, they're going to be doing the, you know, opening that up, mm-hmm. uh, there's a new thing for the, like, pickleball court. Yeah. Mm. Is we've, the city going to have... We've already heard a, a request for some pickleball courts. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have anything in, uh, in the works quite yet. Okay. But I, we're aware that pickleball is... <laughs> becoming a phenomenon uh, <laughs> across the country right now. And so, um, yeah, I, I know our public, excuse me, our community services team is is tracking that. We're looking at some options right now. Nothing's okay. in the work yet, but if you're a pickleball player, make some noise. We want to hear from you. Okay. Nice. See, see what we can come up you with. The reason why I asked that is because there is a pickleball court uh-huh. over here at the uh, Rotary Park. At the yes. Rotary Park. Yep. yep. There's one. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. Out of all the parks that I've seen in my lifetime i've never seen a pickleball court so when we saw that that was amazing pickleball is a fun sport that's a that's a good one to play you don't have to be very good at tennis to be good at pickleball (laughs) oh it's too funny i like that now talking about we just passed the veterans day Mm -hmm. or actually our veterans day parade but uh veterans day is coming up you want to tell me about the salute to veterans that we have oh man that was such a great event at the veterans day parade we had a awesome turnout almost uh i think it was about our numbers were a little under 2500 people that came out uh for the veterans day parade now this is important to me i'm a veteran of the united states navy so i love whenever organizations in general or just anybody takes a minute and says that they appreciate veterans and so as a veteran to be able to see that uh, as an organization i work for to be a part of i thought that was so cool but it's just a tribute to everybody who served in the armed forces you know council member david star rab uh who's a council member for paris he's a, a navy veteran uh and so just 
seeing folks get out there to honor that. We had a, a great turnout for that. We wanna, I want to say we had 45 entries this year, which is a really good turnout. I think last year we were in the 30s, and so we had more entries. And these they come in in cars that are you know from the Paris Auto Center. Um, and then there's local car clubs that make, you know, they have their cars entered in and notable community members as well. And then the, the cool part is to get to see some of the old vets that come and are a part of this. Uh, I know our grand marshal this year was Air Force Master Sergeant Lynn Durbin, who she was one of um, uh, she was one of the one of the first females to enlist out of the state of Michigan, I think. Uh, and I think she was fifth in the country to be like a commander capacity. And then we have a chaplain, you know, fellow Navy chaplain, uh, Captain Quinn. Ollie was our, uh, he'd read the opening benediction and he gave us, let us in the pledge of allegiance. We had this national anthem sung by Johnny Fox and the Satinets. And um, the other part about it is the parades uh, ex- exhibitions. that, And that's where we had the Innovative Horizons, their marching band performances as well as CMI, California Military Institute. They had their marching band and drill teams. And, man, it's just cool to get out there. It was a beautiful day. It wasn't a cloud in the sky. I mean, it wasn't too hot. The sun was out. But um, it's just really cool to do a parade right down there, smack D Street. So um, if, if you haven't been to a City of Paris Veterans Day parade, or, excuse me, Veterans Parade, you got to go check these out because these are super cool, and it's just a great tribute to all of our veterans. So uh, great event. Really, really excited to be a part of that one. Yes, Mike and I are definitely strong supporters of our yeah. armed forces and our veterans, and honored and able to be mm-hmm. able to participate a little bit in that. Yeah, doing the you guys are parade. you guys are a valuable part of what we do in that Thank parade. You. I really love that you guys approached us a couple. Of, was it was just your second year? Yeah, second year. Second year. Second year. Um, yeah. Because last year was the first one, and you know that's a long wait yeah. to get down D Street, mm-hmm. and yeah. so if you don't. You know, it's like we start at 10 o'clock in the, in the past. We're like, okay, the parade is underway. And then for like 10 minutes, everybody waits for the parade. You know what I mean? And so uh, I love that you guys get down there and have your booth set up. I went and got all my swag from you guys yes. this year and, <laughs> sure did. and my pins. And so love that you guys are a part of that. And it keeps people who are sitting down there on D Street, keeps them engaged as well. So thank you guys for a part of that. Thank Being you. Thanks That's for good. letting us be a part of it. Yes, of yes. Course. And we're, of course, we're going to be there again for the Christmas parade. I know. Which yeah. we're so the, excited the for. The Christmas parade is going to be a humdinger. Yes. So excited. It's going to be a yearly basis now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. It's good. So now let's backtrack a little bit. So um, tell me about Downtown Paris Project, the check presentation. Yes. So this is a super cool event. Let me get to my notes here. I want to make sure I get this stuff right. But the California budget came out in our new fiscal year, which was July 1st, 2023. Um, we were fortunate enough to get, uh, so we got $10 million that was set aside for two projects. $2 million came from Senator Richard Roth for the Paris Senior Center. But the other part about that and what we have is $7 million for the Paris Metrolink and Southern California Railway Museum project. This is called the Destination Project. Additionally, in so in addition to the $9 million that Senator Roth secured for us, Assemblymember Dr. Corey Jackson went and secured an additional $1 million for this project that is going to be a big connector down uh, with the Southern California Railway Museum. And so his check presentation was uh, last week. And so the mayor got to go out there and be a part of that and receive a big, nice, you know, 
presentation check of a million dollars. And this is kind of the launch of this big project. You know, the Southern California Railway Museum is a Paris staple. That is something that when people look up Paris, they find that Southern California often known for, you know, Thomas the Train. That's that's fair. And then the Polar Express in the in the December month. But um, there's so much more history. You know, Fred T. Paris, that's who our city's named after. You know, that's that's how Paris came to be was a lot of that. Uh, the train depot and the train station, the Southern California Railway Museum. So to see our not just our local elected officials like our council and our mayor, but then to see our senator and our assembly member go and secure funding so that we can keep this thing revitalized, freshen it up make some connections to it. It was a really big thing for us. And so again, special thanks to assembly member, Dr. Corey Jackson and securing those funds. And I know the mayor was excited to kind of have that, that first inaugural uh, check presentation. And we'll have some more as those funds keep coming in and as we get those projects going, but you might see some construction happening soon over at the Southern California railway museum. I know nobody likes construction, but man, this is going to be for a really cool thing. And when this thing is done, that Destination Paris project is going to be cool. I promise nice. that thing's going to be looking Very good. Nice. I've already seen some uh, graphs of it and some uh, early, oh, what do they call those? The drawings? Yeah, like renderings. The, right? Renderings. Yeah, renderings. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And I, I'm excited. This thing's going to be cool. So oh, thank you again to Dr. Assembly Member Dr. Corey Jackson for that. Very nice. Now, do we know when approximate, like 2024, 20, I think I think we'll see construction start probably right here after the new year on some of this, but it's a big undertaking. So I'm hoping that that stuff gets completed uh, 2025, 2026-ish, because the, the progress that we're going to see in that, it's a long-term project. This oh, is to keep the long-term health of our railway and our Metro link and our Southern California railway museum. So this is going to be one of those things where it might take a little longer in the beginning, but it's because we want long-term sustainability on that project. Good. good very nice. Good. And it's very important to keep the history of mm -hmm. Paris revitalized yes. and keep that uh, built up and maintained. So that's really, well, really you know, it is, before we close out on this, we did a tour. We brought our, our uh, assembly member and our senator on a tour and gave them, hey, this is what this thing needs. Yes. We took them out there. We, we let them see some of the tracks. You know, one of the things that this is going to do is we're going to get new tracks for these. Uh, we're going to freshen up a lot of that. And so to give them like the historical, I know we know about it, but until you actually see it. Right. Uh, and it, it, there's some moving components to that level of history. And so once, once we did that, we're so grateful that they went back to the California state budget and fought for that for us. Yes. That's a really big deal. Uh, there's a lot of projects across all across California that just were good projects, but they didn't get approved. And so to have two electeds to go and fight for us on this type of project is, is really huge. And it's, it speaks a lot to the history and importance of the Southern California Railway Museum. Yeah, yeah, some people usually think uh, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, well, exactly. we don't see it. Well, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're spot on, Mike. That's very true. But yeah. we, we were able to get that, and I'm I'm very excited to see this. I like trains. I'm a train guy, so it's really cool to see this happening, and I can't wait to see the completed project here. Yes, we're very excited also, since it is just down the street from us. Yeah. We always go for different events. Mm -hmm. So it's ex exciting to see the kind of progress that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I've been kind of a part of that uh, good portion of my whole entire life. Yeah. yeah. Been right, right I, in your backyard. I went to Rail Fest back in the 90s, you know, 
course, you know, when I moved away, but then come back, but I, I still always yeah. have been part of it in some way, shape, or form there. So that's, that's this, good. This so, is going to be very, very nice. It's going to be super cool. Yeah, yep. Very, very nice. exciting. Now let's talk about, um, let's take a hike. I saw that on mm-hmm. social media that just started off. I think it was last weekend, yep. right? This is going to be our second one that's coming up here. People love our let's take a hike series. I mean, that's a cool uh, event that our community services does this, this time they're going to Lake Paris, the state recreation area. They're going to hike Terry peak. That's going to be on Saturday, November 18th. You're going to want to check in for this thing at 8 a.m. sharp because that's when the giveaways happen. Okay. That's when that's how you get entered into the raffle. The raffle or the begins at 8 30, but you got to be there. Early. So be there at eight o'clock so that you can get your free promotional item. You can get your giveaways. If you have any questions, 951-435-7206. That's the number to call for questions about the hike. And here's the other thing too. This is a mock. Got to wear the right shoe. You, know, you want something that's sturdy. Don't come in your flip flops. Leave the Crocs at home, Mike. Yeah, my, and <laughs> you were out there. I saw you. <laughs> you got some good shoes for that. But let's take a hike. November eighteenth begins at eight a.m. Oh come on, guys! I know. Come on. You'll get stickers all over all the over. place. That's right. That's right. Good enough for those outside. I know, yeah. right? Yeah, and I did see some pictures. You guys had awesome giveaways. Like yeah, a couple bikes. Man, right? they do some. They they have uh, bikes that are out there. They have oh. bike kits like uh like for flat tires and stuff um and they've got them for all ages too so you know you don't have to feel like hey i'm an adult and i got a 12 year old bike like they have adult (laughs) like a a bike for a 12 year old they have adult bikes you know and and they also have the kid bikes too ton of stuff camelbacks helmets all of it. It's it's Very pretty nice. cool. All right, a kid's bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now we got to check in at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock right, for the raffle. Yep. Yeah. So yep. we got to remember that November eighteenth. Awesome. Right. And talking about coming up events, we have the Christmas tree lighting and the winter wonderland and the Christmas parade. That's yeah. going to kick off the the winter season. And now. that's not even half of the Christmas events that we have. I love there's, it. There's there's more. That's more. There's there's more that's coming. But let me read through these real quick. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is our Christmas tree lighting ceremony. That's always that's always a big event. That's to me is like it's here. Yeah. Christmas is here. We can start the Christmas uh, season here. So that's going to be on Friday, December first. Now this is a this is almost like a two day event. We go back to back on this in the Winter Wonderland. So Friday, December first, six thirty p.m. to eight thirty p.m. It's on the City Hall campus. That's going to be local uh, performances, pictures with Santa. There's going to be pastries and yes, plenty of hot cocoa. Ooh, everybody needs their hot chocolate to get out there and watch the thing. Um, then go home, sleep for a couple hours, and then come right back. We're going to kick off Winter Wonderland at 11 a.m. on Saturday, December 2nd. It's 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, there's horse-drawn carriages, train rides, kids' corner. Yes, the beloved snow day is back. We're going to have the snow day event that's going to happen right there. Um, it's all happening right there at City Hall campus. So you're not going to want to miss this. This is the big launch to kind of the Christmas season. And then uh, the very next weekend on Saturday, December 9th is the Christmas parade. Now this is a big one. Like we always say like in the city, like the veterans day parade or the veterans parade, that's kind of like the warm up parade to get everybody into the spirit. Right. And it's, it's for a good cause and we like it, but it's like the Christmas parade is that times like five, right? It's a, it's a much bigger event. So get ready for the Christmas parade. That's going to be on December 9th. They're going to have three winners for floats this year, first, second, and third place. It You need to enter your parade entry by November 11th. Okay, November 11th is the deadline to enter. And then pre-judging, there's a pre-judging to make sure that you're in, you know, all of our judging rules. 
That's at on December the 8th. That's Friday night at the Bob Glass Gym at 5.30. So you need to pre-enter by November the 11th, and then you need to be pre-judged on December the 8th at the Bob Glass Gym. And then the actual parade kicks off at 10 a.m., rain or shine, on Saturday, December 9th. So you're going to want to check that out, too. Very oh. nice. So November 11th is the deadline. So that's already that's a few up. days yep. from yeah. here. Yeah, a few yep. days yep. from now. Yeah. So yeah. Get, out there and, get out there and get registered. Yeah, that's exciting. So awesome. So, Stephen, I'm so happy that you were, you were able to come back and talk yes, to us about absolutely. the upcoming holiday I know. It took season. me too long. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's all right, though. So we'll check back with you um, mm-hmm. maybe in another month or so, see what's yeah. going to happen for the new year. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This next year is going to be real good. Yes, Indeed. absolutely, Stephen. Thank you so much. So Thanks for having Stephen me back, Hale, City Thank of Paris PIO. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.